0: have a little hobble friday no just kidding it's uh (laughs) it's uh have a little hobble travel your number one podcast for what information what you news uh we are we come out once every two weeks um not annual just once every two weeks uh and this is episode 44 i was actually just looking through our our list of episodes on itunes today we have uploaded so many episodes cat Catherine Todd Fox, my co-host.
1: Hi, I am the co-host. Um, yeah, we have been. And you know what? We should do a shout out to everyone who's been listening to our podcast. We really appreciate everybody's support um, mm-hmm. over the past, what, year and a half through the pandemic yeah. and everything. Um, you know, we've been getting a lot of really great emails from folks and messages. So on, on our Facebook Live has been really um, fun and engaging. So thank you guys all for supporting us. Absolutely. Um, Send us money. We have Venmo.
0: I'm just kidding. Kind of. We're going to start a uh, Patreon in just a second. Just kidding. But no, absolutely. Uh, Especially right now. Like, yeah, thank you all for your support. I mean, um, you know, we need it now more than ever. So it's really great to have such a uh, loyal uh, fan base. Uh, I have red hair now. Just got that out of the way. Um, If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, just imagine my voice, but with red hair. Wait, wait, wait.
1: So, how, do we know how many um, different hairstyles you've had since COVID? I feel like this is like seven or eight.
0: Yeah, just about. I bleached it, and then I went like black, pink, uh, back to brown, bleached it again. Now I'm at red. Um, there is probably a, a few other colors mixed in between. COVID is just a fun time to experiment uh, with your appearance. Uh, I think. Um, I, I guess
1: I do like the shade of red, though. I feel like this is my favorite. Thank you. Look.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I really like it. Um, it stays on in the water, which is great for me because I'm constantly in the water. Uh, so a lot of hair dyes will just fall no. out. No,
1: it would look like blood too if I bled out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my God. Oh, when I was washing it the first time, it looked like I murdered somebody in my shower. <laughs> just splash of red. Um,. Yeah, it's a fun time to experiment with your hair color, but you know what it's not a fun time to do oh, gosh,
1: during COVID-19 like
0: is um, planning a trip to Hawaii. It's really complicated right now um, because, you know, I think Kat and I, we've talked about this before. It's, you know, we, you can come to Hawaii now, you know, you can get um, your pre-COVID-19 test and, you know, your negative test so you can avoid the 14-day quarantine, Um, But it's difficult to come to Hawaii just because a lot of things are canceled or, um, you know, a lot of events will be done in different ways. Some things that you might have planned your trip around in years past is, um, you know, it's going to be different this time around, I guess. Um, So I think that's maybe kind of what we wanted to talk about on this episode of the podcast is like, here are some things you might have come to Hawaii for in the past. um, And here's kind of the the status of them now and um, maybe how you can enjoy similar things um, and just kind of help you, you know, plan your trip, plan your itinerary. If you really are still deciding to come to Hawaii uh, during the winter time, Uh, we're going to be talking mostly about November, December events.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, I, I do think November and December, particularly December because it's a, a break for schools and and other things and it's the holidays and it's dead of winter on the mainland, that I think Hawaii is an attractive destination and it has been for a long time. I think the shoulder seasons for travel here is like the fall and the spring which you often find really good deals mm-hmm. but you know we do see an influx of visitors to hawaii during the winter months Definitely. and they come for a variety of reasons now we're not sure about how it's you know covid has affected people's travel plans obviously um you know there is a spike right now nationwide in covid cases i mean it's reaching like the worst, like the highest daily numbers um since the pandemic started so i feel like there are you know People on the main line are a little more cautious about traveling. Um, obviously, you can travel here. Our numbers have also been going up, but not as dramatically. I think we're in the triple digits again, but like low 100s a day.
0: But that um, um, that does affect how we are reopening, right, uh, with the, um, the tiers. Uh, so we're not right. going to be going to the next tier of reopening until our numbers come back down.
1: Right. So we're currently still in tier one. No, tier two. Tier two. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, tier two. Um, well, we do allow, there's dine-in and restaurants, and you can obviously enjoy it with more than just people in your household, but there's still limitations on the number of, of people that you, you travel around Hawaii with, so I think the number is still five, but it doesn't yeah. have to be households. Um, yeah, and you know, a lot of places still haven't reopened. Um, hotels are reopening, so I think November was the big month for a lot of hotels to reopen. Um, Pali Lookout has reopened on November 4th. But a lot of these places, you know, that haven't reopened yet, like Panama Bay is a good example. Um, it's because it attracts crowds. And I think that's what the state is trying to do is reduce the number of people gathered in a single space um, because that's like the breeding ground for COVID, right? Absolutely. So um, yeah, so a lot of the events that, you know, would attract large crowds, like, you know, a good a couple good ones are like the Honolulu City Lights in downtown. And also the Honolulu Marathon. These are two events that have in, historically brought people to the island. Yep. I don't know about those two lights, but maybe. Maybe. Uh, definitely, the, definitely the marathon. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the marathon is a big all, one.
1: Yeah, they've all sort of, you know, repurposed. I mean, they're they're different yeah. now. But you can still enjoy something similar?
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, as you are mentioning, the Honolulu Marathon, um, yeah, it's uh, full on not happening physically, you know, um, as right. people are used to. You will not see 800 people running uh, down the road. Like
1: 20,000 people.
0: It's huge, you know, and they're breathing all over each other and they're all in close proximity. That will not be happening this year. Uh, they are offering a virtual marathon option. Um, and from what I've gathered, that's pretty similar to um, uh, other like virtual marathons that have been been done around the globe. Um, where you kind of just run the same distance and you record your time with, like, a GPS tracking app. There is a hundred of them. If you're a runner, you probably have one. Um, And then you can take a picture of that and they'll post up your picture on their website. And, you know, it's still a fun way to get involved with the marathon community here, but you're definitely not going to be getting that same, um, you know, the same experience.
1: Oh, yeah. No, Um, not at all. Not at all. No, I mean... Yeah, no, because you're just running. I mean, I think part of the the allure of the Honolulu Marathon. I mean, you haven't done it. I've done like 14 miles of it, and then I that didn't sounds quit. terrible. <laughs> but the person I was with quit, and so we quit, and then we went to Seven Eleven and got Slurpees. But I digress. Anyway, but the, the fun part of it, right, is the crowd and people cheering for you along the route mm-hmm. and just kind of being in the midst of it. But also, you know, we are at a low elevation. So we more like sea level. So it makes for um, for serious runners. You can set like your personal records here in terms of marathons. And it's like in the wintertime. So it's, it tends to be cooler, the temperature cooler. So people do like to travel here to run it because of the scenery, mm-hmm. um, it's an excuse to go on vacation, there are a lot of good deals associated with the marathon, and then also the the actual route itself is pretty beautiful. You run from, you know, Ala Moana Beach Park area through downtown, and actually you run through the city lights, yeah. uh, which will be on display, but with their, the festivities surrounding it are, are going to be different. Yeah, um, And then you run all the way out to Hawaii Kai and back, and it's just beautiful, but... What are you going to do, man? It's COVID.
0: Well, you know, you still can run um, sections of the route. Um, I don't think you can run the entire route because at some point you do go onto roads. Is that correct, Kat? Like you go onto main roads. <laughs> no, and- I
1: mean, there are people who actually do the marathon route backwards, like before the marathon. Oh, I see. Well, just to be like fun about it. But you can run the entire like route. It's just that you're going to be running like the roads aren't going to be closed. closed. You just got to run on sidewalks. And- yeah whatever so yes you can download the map for the marathon route and run it yourself that's true that'll
0: be in the show notes if you want to do that um and we also I mean I think the great part about Oahu is that we have or you know Hawaiian Islands in general we have a ton of beautiful running routes um in a range of difficulties Kat I know you're a bit more of an active runner than I am I mean you wrote an article about it one time. I remember that. I know, that. but I
1: hate running. That's the thing. <laughs> I hate running, but I do it because it's the most efficient way to burn calories in a short amount of time. Anyway. That's what I yeah. hear a lot. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there are beautiful places to run, and you can run parts of the route or the entire route if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Aloha Run is also another one that people come down for, and that's in February, and that's on President's Day. And they've also gone virtual, too. So um, I wonder if you to double dip that. Like, Oh, maybe one for the marathon and then one for the Great Aloha want and get two medals?
0: Probably, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, you won't be getting the same marathon experience, but, yeah, there are these other running, running routes here on Oahu, and, you know, you can run sections of the Honolulu Marathon. Um, you just won't have, you know, that same hurrah. Um, similarly, the uh, Honolulu City Lights is, um, you know, uh, so that is, uh, for people who are unaware, the Honolulu City Lights is this beautiful um, Christmas lights display decorations um, right in front of Honolulu Halle, which is our government buildings near downtown Honolulu, um, and they put up these giant, like, giant Santa Claus, you know, Aloha Santa, or Hawaii Santa Claus, and he's got his Aloha shirt on, and he's doing a shaka, all that kind of stuff, um, and they will be doing that again uh, this year, um, but they're, and you know, they're also encouraging people to you know uh, attend the because you can uh, go to the decorations and get your picture taken and it's like a really good place to get like holiday cards and stuff like that um mm-hmm. so they are encouraging people to to you know go to those decorations and take their pictures with them um but they will not be doing their opening night uh celebrations which is you know definitely a big deal here oh, yeah. um they do a huge parade it's called the uh, electric uh, electric lights work uh, workers parade um, that's where a lot of the public workers from all the different departments of the government kind of um, put on their own displays and they, you know, they drive a loop and it's, you know, a huge deal and there's hundreds of people lining the sidewalk and you definitely won't find parking for it. Um, but yeah, that's not happening this year. Right. Um, neither is the uh, the lighting ceremony where they'll light the Christmas tree. Um, uh-huh. But you still can go. I the, the, It's good to uh, note that, yeah, the decorations will still be up. So If you still want to plan, like, you know, seeing these beautiful decorations, you can still absolutely do that. Um, If you wanted to, you know, avoid the crowd. um, I know, you know, some people are still I mean, I'm still pretty uh, worried about COVID and kind of big crowds. Um, So if you wanted to avoid like the big crowds that will probably be attracted to these decorations, um, you know, there's always been talk. I've always I feel like I've always talked about writing an article about this of um the different neighborhoods around oahu that um offer just beautiful uh christmas light displays um you know streets that really like I, I don't know if they're all coordinated but all these houses just they love christmas and they put on these gorgeous displays um nomoku street in Kanayohe is a is also called christmas lane by residents um so you can definitely find a lot of a lot of uh displays there i'm gonna butcher the name this street name so forgive me now Uh, Mahina Street in Milani is also a really popular one Um, so I actually did list a couple of these in an article I wrote um, about these like socially distanced alternatives Um, so that'll be in the show notes as well where you can find these street names Um, but yeah you know there is an alternative to the Honolulu City Lights if you do want to um, you know still see a lot of really beautiful displays
1: total side note but related at least it's related okay have you good. driven by alamona center lately and seen their big so alamona center which is you know right in between Waikiki and downtown our largest mall mm-hmm. Mall. it always puts up this big display of santa right and it's like right in the front of i guess it's sort of close to it used to be close to north uh neiman Marcus, facing the beach but now it's kind of moved anyway it's different Santa's wearing a mask, and I love it. No way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm into that. All all in one is doing some pretty cool stuff this Christmas. Like they're doing a contactless photos with Santa, so you can't sit on Santa's lap, but he'll be situated like behind a a a picture frame plexiglass or whatever. And I think kids can still go talk to Santa and take a picture with Santa. But I love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of malls try to you know, like, still have the Christmas spirit and Mm -hmm. obviously capitalize on Black Friday. But, um, you know, and offer these kind of, not virtual, but, like, these alternative Christmas experiences for people. Um, Yeah, and I think, you know, to your point about um, neighborhoods, we can't guarantee that the places we list in the article are actually going to be going off this Christmas. But I will say, I was really surprised at Halloween. I think people, okay, go all the way back to March. I remember when people started decorating their homes for Christmas in March because it brought like some, it lifted your spirits or something. Remember that? Yeah. And I, there's still houses in my neighborhood anyway, that are still decked in Christmas lights. But this Halloween, I was really surprised at how many homes decorated, even though trick or treating was not, not allowed. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't not allowed, but it was discouraged. Yeah. And I think we might see that where people, because they can't go out and do, you know, Christmassy things that they might start decorating their houses more. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe.
0: Probably. I mean, man, I, f- I feel like this is like, I say this every single year, but I swear to God, Christmas decorations go up earlier every oh, single yeah. year. Like right, yeah. right when Halloween was over, um, yeah. I went, I went to uh shoot. I forget where I went with uh, my girlfriend, but oh my God, the Christmas decorations were already up and fully decked out.
1: Mm-hmm. Just wait
0: till Thanksgiving, you know? Like, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're nice. Yeah, you're definitely right, though. They're, like, nice to see, and they kind of do, like, lift the mood um, a little bit. And I know yeah. that, um, Kat, you wrote about this, so maybe you can talk about this a little more, but the, um, the sunflower fields in Waimanalo, um, those are always a pretty popular visitor attraction. Um, uh, they are not doing the ones in Wailua uh, this mm-hmm. year. Um, they're going to wait a year because um, they don't want to attract a major crowd. Um, but I know the Waimanalo ones, they are still doing their Sunflower Fields just in a little different different way.
1: Right. So Waimanalo Country Farms in Waimanalo, which is on the Windward side of Oahu, they're doing a drive-through Sunflower Field experience. So it's similar to their pumpkin patch thing um, that we also, we did a, um, I think we posted about that as well. Um, and essentially it's just, you drive literally drive through. So you make reservations online, um, you pay for it online, you show up with a QR code and you drive through the farm Um, they do allow for stops in certain areas where you can get out and take photos because that's really the appeal is people want photos with their instagram Um, and it's really beautiful and people have been doing it all um, so far it opened in november 1st and i've seen it all over my instagram Mm -hmm. and i think again it's just like i think for a lot of people they just want to feel normal and i think these events even though they're modified and um, in some ways, you know, sometimes they're virtual. It does bring a sense of normalcy. Like it makes you feel like, I know we're going through a pandemic, but I don't want to feel like I'm going through a pandemic every day. And, you know, I, I like that. That's that just, I feel like that, you know, where we're going to slip is in our, the way we feel, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are already limited in what we can do. And I think the emotional part is what these events address in a lot of ways. Like you can still go out and do fun things and um, experience Hawaii in, in really innovative ways, and that's what that's what I feel like the Sunflower Field Experience offers. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're definitely right. Um, you know, I was actually <laughs> I got a little bummed uh, this week thinking like, man, I you know, me and my girlfriend we like to travel during the winter time because um, we like to go to cold places because Hawaii is humid even in December. Um, yeah. It is insane right now. I'm I melting. know. I'm
1: wearing a sweater because I was just going to try to the only pink thing I had and I wanted to match you. And it's hot. It's,
0: it's brutal. I'm not
1: happy about this fashion choice.
0: I had to turn my AC off because uh, it gets in the way of the recording. But uh, I really wish I didn't have to do that because it is really hot today. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we like to go travel summer cold during the wintertime. And it was kind of sad to realize, like, we can't do that this year. There's no way. Um, no. You know, everywhere it, or most places that we'd want to go to are still doing the mandatory two week quarantine. Right. And which is understandable. You know, I'm not like against that or anything, it just sucks. Um,
1: well, you know it's interesting because the um, Hawaii had talked about, and we talked about this because you know both of us, both of us like to go to Japan. Yeah, um, that Hawaii is in negotiations with Japan in, in, in creating the same kind of pre arrival testing program we have with the U.S. mainland, which is you know they could travelers from Japan could come here with a negative COVID test and you know not have to quarantine. But the challenge is going back to Japan. It doesn't matter if you have a Japanese passport or you're a resident. And it doesn't matter if you have a negative COVID test; you still must
0: quarantine. You must quarantine for
1: fourteen days. And the COVID test, from what I understand, talking with folks who are um, living in Japan, in Japan to travel and take a COVID test, it's about three hundred fifty bucks per person per direction. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, and then you know, in Japan, like they really everything is based on the honor system. When you arrive back in Japan, you are also not supposed to use public transportation. So a friend of mine who um, whose family is from Kobe, when they went back from the U.S. to Japan, they they um, disembarked in Narita. Mm -hmm. They drove like ten hours to Kobe because they couldn't get on another plane, and yeah, and they couldn't get on a train. I mean, I guess they could have, but you know, in Japan, they're so honorable. Yeah, Um, yeah, and I just thought, God, you're really stuck. So why? spend all that money to travel to Hawaii only to come back and be quarantined for yeah. 14 days. So I don't know if that plan is going to work out with Japan uh, unless they modify their, their own um, travel quarantine.
0: You know, uh, I'm hoping they do uh, so, so we can get a little bit of that uh, Japanese experience. But, you know, uh, we can wait. Uh, just, yeah, you're right, though. It is kind of nice at a lot of these places... Even here, just getting out of the house, um, just trying to feel normal again. Um, and it's yeah. interesting to see a lot of these events and these festivals kind of take advantage of like just staying in your car. You know, like I feel like that's been a, like a stopgap for like uh, uh, in hollow or during Halloween. Um, there was like a Milani drive through trick or treating, which I thought was really cute, yeah. um, where the kids would stay in the car and then the people would come up and, you know, scare them or whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> they do the whole trick or treat thing. Right. Um, uh, similarly, the Hawaii International Film Festival—it's um, it, gone mostly virtual this year. Um, which, but that's unfortunate because I think a lot of people who are attracted to like film and stuff and and movies—you right. know—they they like the movie theater, the going to a place and sitting down and watching Not it. Not me. A, really? No, I love Isn't going to movie theater.
1: Talking? No, and then they're on their phone and it lights
0: up. Well, I have a great alternative for you, Kat. Um, The Hawaii International Film Festival is offering a lot of these drive-in movie. Thank you. That was a good segue. They're offering a lot of these drive-in movie theater um, experiences. So you roll up in your car and then you, you know, it's the movies being projected on a big screen and then you play. I'm not too sure the the specifics of it. I'm not uh, old enough to have ever actually gone into a a drive-in movie. So I don't really know how... (laughs) Like, the, you know, do you, like, tap Braille? I don't... Morse code, like, get the... What? I don't know. It's something with a radio. I, the last time I've touched a radio was, like, eight years ago.
1: Oh, my God. Does it go is. through
0: your radio? How do drive-ins work? Yeah,
1: it's transmitted through radio frequency. You just turn it on in your car. Is that, like, but Spotify? You know, thing. Like audio sucks at a drive-in because it's based on your own car
0: audio so uh-huh. if you drive a car like your car <laughs> oh brutal uh yeah but they're doing that at uh three different locations there's one there's going to be driving locations at alamoana center uh the varsity building in mo'iliili as well as windward mall in kaniohe so if you're on That's oahu cool. and you yeah you do want to like take the family out and you know go see like a you know, movie and feel like you're actually going out to go see a movie or a film. Um, yeah. The Hawaii international film festival, they'll be doing stuff like that all throughout November. Um, Oh man, I really hope that's not picking up. Someone decided to start their weed whacking. (laughs) Can you hear that?
1: No. Okay,
0: good. Yeah. You know, people just love to do yard work right when I record a podcast, I let them know ahead of time. That's why say, Hey, I'm going to record my podcast. If you can just be really loud and annoying. Um, it's you know, and you're right. Like a lot of festivals are going fully virtual. Um, the Made in Hawaii festival, uh, where you know a lot of like local products and um, clothing, accessories, fun stuff uh, that is normally sold like at a festival location, um, that went all virtual. Uh, which is actually, I think, pretty beneficial for people who can't even come to Hawaii because now you can buy all these products um, just from right. a website, um, which seems easier, um, at least. Um, and the cool thing about the, the Made in Hawaii one is that the website has is staying up um, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just an online marketplace now. Right. So if you ever want to buy like Made in Hawaii products, you know, you can here, uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, similarly, the the Made in Maui County festival uh, is going fully online. I think that's actually just ran. Oh, it ran on the seventh and eighth. Um, but you know, their website's still up. You can still purchase these products. Um, similarly, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I see the benefit for everyone. Yeah, really.
0: It's a lot of ways you can uh, take advantage of this. Or Um, you can
1: download our beautiful Hawaii magazine Zoom backgrounds. Look at how nice (laughs) they are. right? I don't even know what to do. You
0: can feel like you're in Hawaii. Yeah, Um, which you're not. (laughs) Which you're not, but you can feel like you are. You can also download our magazine on our app, um, which you can find on the iTunes app store. Um, you can always find Hawaii Magazine content on our website, HawaiiMagazine.com. Um, the podcast will come out every two weeks on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, iTunes, pretty much everywhere where you can get a podcast. The Havaloha Will Travel podcast will be on there. Um, if you ever want Hawaii, beautiful Hawaii pictures, our Instagram account at Hawaii Magazine as well as our Facebook account at Hawaii Magazine. Does Facebook do ads? Maybe not. Maybe it's just Hawaii Magazine.
1: No, it's just Hawaii magazine. Just Hawaii magazine,
0: yeah. but you know you can always find Hawaii magazine content at all of our all of our sources. I think that's it for the podcast. Unless you had anything else you want to mention, Cat. I know you got to go pick up your your cakey. I know your young one.
1: Kids ruin your life, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Next up, ep- next episode, we'll have a, a episode on how to travel with kids during COVID nineteen. That'll be a real fun yeah, one. Yeah.
1: It's called No. It's, it's called nothing. Don't Do It. <laughs> exactly. That all right. Amazing. Well.
0: Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy this. I hope at least it helps you plan. You know, if you are coming to Hawaii, I hope it helped. This episode has helped you plan your itinerary just a little bit. Uh, There are always alternatives. And you know what? Hawaii will always be waiting for you if you just want to postpone your trip, too. Um, That's true. All right. Well, everyone, have a good weekend. Have a good day. Mahalo. (laughs)
1: Bye.